Just want to mention one other thing as well. Mel and Aidan, who are sat at the back there, and actually Lisa as well, who sat in front of them, have been involved in the street pastors ministry. How many of you remember the guy who came, uh, I think, is it Chris Jenkins? Uh, came a few months ago and to talk about street pastors and to ask anyone who wanted to be involved in being on the streets. Well, these guys, Melid and, and Lisa, have all opted themselves to be involved in this. Is there, is there anyone else who's put their name forward as well? Or I don't want to miss anyone. But I, I know that the guys, Mel was out, was it last week or the week before that? And then, Aidan, you were out, weren't you, on Friday night. Do you want to just come out and just give a, just a quick chat about what you've been up to? This is fantastic, isn't it, that we've actually got people going out onto the streets as well. Amen. Hi, guys. Morning, everyone. Um, yeah, evening uh, that I really, really enjoyed. Um, started off being very nervous, not knowing what's going to be happening. Um, although I had some feedback from Lisa and from Mel. You never know when you're out there yourself. Um, ultimately, it turned out to be quite a quiet evening. Um, but... Uh, being quiet meant we had a lot of opportunities to speak to people, um, and we must have spoken to almost 10 people, not necessarily sharing the gospel, a lot of people just sort of finding out where they are, um, looking for opportunity to share the gospel. Um, there were two instances where we actually did get to share the gospel, um, and one of those instances wasn't so much fun, but it was mainly because the guy that I was speaking to was um, very angry. Um, there were things that happening in his life, and um, what I could gather from it was he was very angry with God and um, angry at me. I don't know why, quite why, but <laughs> that's the way it goes. Um, the first sort of people that I ran into was a, a guy and a girl. Um, they were sort of enjoying the night out. He had had quite a lot to drink already. Um, she, was, she said she's having an easy night, um, and I had a chat with them, sort of found out where they're from, what they're doing. Um, then we moved on from there. Um, the next incident we sort of had was, um, uh, I can't remember which club it was, but one of the clubs that we went to, um, we saw a sort of a scuffle at the front. And we thought, no, we better go see what's going on because maybe we can pray into the situation. Um, and we actually found out that someone had been caught with drugs inside of the club and they had thrown the guy out. Uh, and then called the police, and sort of we seen that side, so we prayed into it just that there'd be a calm situation, that nothing, you know, that things wouldn't get out of hand. Um, then we sort of moved around, carried on speaking to a few people. Um, there were two guys, totally and utterly drunk, who climbed up the scaffolding onto the roof of a building, um, had the police, and they just disappeared. We don't know where they went. Um, then um, we had a, a lady who was so so intoxicated she basically she couldn't stand on her feet um her pants were actually open so we don't know what was going on her yeah, oh, sorry her trousers <laughs> <laughs> i'm from south africa we call them pants <laughs> okay her trousers were open so we got her to buckle it up and it's a very you've got to be extremely careful in these situations because as a man i to stand back and let the ladies do their thing um, so we don't want to get involved. So the most I did was just stand. If she was going to fall or anything, I was going to catch her. Um, but the ladies dealt with her. At first, she sort of didn't want help. And then other people came to us and said, this lady really needs help. You need to get her home. Um, and we were trying to get taxi drivers. The taxi drivers don't want anything to do with the people because they're scared they're going to throw up in the, in the taxi. Um, but eventually, we got a taxi guy. And she, she was so drunk. And I'll tell you what happened. 
was it God or not? I don't know. Was it some authority? I don't know. But basically, she sat down on the, uh, on the sidewalk, and she was sitting there, and she didn't want to get into the taxi. I finally got this taxi to come. The guy had agreed he was going to take her, and she was just down the road, and, um, but she didn't want to get into the taxi. So I literally just looked her in the eyes, and I said, Go! And she had been staggering around. She literally stood straight up and she walked towards the taxi in a straight line and she climbed in. <laughs> so, praise God. Um, the last incident we, we had, um, there was, we were walking along and we saw um, some people sort of uh, a bit upset coming from behind us, walking quite fast. Because we generally were walking quite slow. Um, and the guy was really upset and off they went, so we thought we better follow the situation just to see again if we can pray into it. Um, and it turned out that a, another lady had accused this guy of hitting her, and he said no, he hadn't hit her, and now he was trying to set the situation right. Um, now you must obviously imagine they, everybody's drunk, so there's a lot of shouting, there's a lot of um, people throwing things one way or the other, but we just stopped, we prayed into it, um, the shouting continued a little bit. We continued to pray, and then it all just settled down. We spoke to one of the, the ladies that was with the group with this guy, and she then explained to us what had happened so we knew what was going on. Um, but, yeah, God moves in wonderful ways, and it's not that we have to jump in and, and, and try to stay, sorry, stand in between people, but God moves. We can just, by prayer, we see things dissipate. And the, the, the street pastors testify often to the fact that all we do is to stop and we pray, and God calms the situation. So amazing things happening. It was an awesome night. Um, it's a long night because we go from 10 o'clock until 4 in the morning. I got to bed at 5 eventually. Um, but thankfully, Shannon kept Mel busy, and I could uh, sleep most of it off. <laughs> um, but yeah, an awesome night. And if anybody else is thinking of doing it, please do. I had reservations about doing it because... In my heart, I want to go out and I want to speak to people. Um, and there are the opportunities to speak to people, but we are also helping out because we're picking up the glass. We had 82 bottles that we picked up, which was a quiet night. I believe on Mel's night, there was 300 and something bottles that they picked up. They would actually pick up bottles were just lying or glasses and things were just lying around where the people had just gone out and dropped the stuff. Um, and we picked up, in our case, I don't know what Mel's night was, we picked up seven broken glasses where the glass is just lying all over the place. And the ladies lose their shoes or their high heels begin to hurt them. So they take them off and they walk around barefoot. So there's chances of them standing on the glass and getting infections and things. And another side of what's so great, and, and I suppose the side I didn't appreciate, is that there are lots of, lots of times women that are quite drunk and you see them sort of wandering around, and we can go up to them and ask them, do you need help? Do, we, do you need us to call you a taxi um, to help you get on your way? And that's part of reaching out and just caring for people and making sure that even though they are having a good time and it's, and it's in our hearts we look and, and our hearts are broken because of where they are and, and what they're doing, but it's not for us to judge. But we try to help out and we try to, to take these people and make sure that they are safe that even though they're enjoying themselves, that they can be safe. Um, and we had quite a few opportunities to do that. Not everybody wanted help. Um, a lot of people, you offer help, and they sort of sneer at you. Um, but others are very appreciative. Um, at one stage, um, normally you walk to the, a man and a woman, so the groups are a man and a woman. Um, but 
we got broken up and the two ladies had gone on ahead and we were picking up some glass. And when we caught up with the ladies, they were talking to um, three people and they said to us, guys, you've got to look after these ladies. They can't wander the streets like this. You know, there's drunk people around and, and uh, you know, we've got to be careful. And people have a care for us as just as much as we have a care for them. And it's amazing to see the reputation that the street pastors have, that, that people are aware of them and people appreciate what they are doing. Um, so it is great work and, and it's actually, it's only been my first time, but it's been very rewarding. I just want a couple more minutes. Just Mel, just want to give you an opportunity to just share one one story that you had from the from your time as well. It's absolutely awesome this that these people are going out and doing this. Amen. Thank you. Um, I went last week Saturday evening. Um, okay, there was also a few things that happened. We helped um, two really drunk people. We called the paramedics just to come out and check them out and make sure they were okay. Um, but one specific incident, a young girl was speaking to us. Um, she told her friends to, you know, get lost a few times, <laughs> not so nice words. She wanted to speak to us, you know. And she started just opening up her heart and telling us that um, her boss had just committed suicide and um, at work he jumped out the building and killed himself. And her, I think, you know, grandmother also tried to commit suicide. So she was very confused and she kept on saying, you know, what is this heaviness on my heart? I don't know what's going on. You know, who, how I'm going to get rid of this blackness. That's how she was describing it. So, you know, we had like an open opportunity to, you know, just tell her, you know, just speak to her about Jesus. That, you know, he's the only one that's going to lift this from her. He's the only one that can help her. And, and she kept on saying to me, like, you know, she knows alcohol is wrong. She, you know. Um, because, and I said to her, you know, it's a, just the same cycle. Every time you drink, you're just going round and round in circles. It doesn't help anything, you know. But anyway, we we had a long, you know, chat with her, and yeah. And as Aidan said, we picked up lots and lots and lots of bottles. Many people came to us and said, "Who are you? What are you doing?" And because um, we are observers, we had a bright yellow. Um, jacket on so we stood out <laughs> and everybody thinks that I don't know why everybody comes to you on your first night with this jacket you're like <laughs> you know <laughs> who are you what are you doing <laughs> so yeah I just want to quickly um, say what really inspired me in the beginning when um, this pastor came and told us about street pastors um, in my life before I became saved I remember one day we went to watch a movie and my friend and I we were drinking in the movie, you know, little shots of whatever. And when we stepped out the movies, we stepped into 32 or 30 degree, 33 degrees South African sun, and I wasn't feeling so good after that. So I was quite drunk, not quite, very. And um, I remember stepping, I was just walking over the street. I wasn't looking where I was going, who, do you know. And as I stepped into the street, somebody pulled me backwards and sat me on the pavement I don't know who it was to this day, but I clearly remember that it was a busy, busy street. I could have been killed. And someone gave me a bag <laughs> on the street and, you know, and I started throwing up. At least they did. Gave me dignity by giving me a little bag. <laughs> and they looked after me. I don't know who it was, but I can remember that someone helped me. And, you know, I don't think it was a street pastor. But someone, God was sent someone to look after me that day. And, you know, these people that we're helping will hopefully one day carry the same stories, you know, that someone was there and, and helped them. 
you know, so that's why we're going out there to show the love of God practically to people. Amen. Amen. We thank God for them. I, d- I just encourage you as well to pray for these guys when you know that they might be going out. It might be good to find out the, the, the days or that these plan to go out, but just to pray for them because it's good if they've got people who can be praying behind. I know that they have special prayer teams, I think, don't they, in a, in a church when, when you go out, but to have their own church and their own family be behind them when they're going out and speaking. It's just for their own protection that we get, pray God will keep them safe and use them, but it's, it's awesome. Amen.